0: Welcome to fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and
1: Gemini. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
0: All the What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. We have a guest today.
2: Yes. Welcome to Shannon. We are so excited. This episode is really going to encompass where the spiritual journey takes everyone on a different path, but somehow we all meet back in the middle. So welcome, Shannon. Introduce
1: yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Shannon. I'm very happy to be here. And thank you both so much for having me because I really appreciate it. And I'm very excited. So um, a little bit about my journey, so to speak. I know that um, I think you have a similar background as I do, Gemini, um, that I was raised in a very, very Christian home. um, And that kind of um was my background for pretty much my entire life and then kind of during the pandemic when stuff shut down and I just had more time to myself and things like that I was getting I've always been like very spiritual just as a child and just you know throughout my life but I guess I just never really it was very taboo you know what I mean it was very taboo to my parents it was very taboo in my upbringing my extended family whatever so I just never really outspoken about it. it was more of like an internal thing and things like that and things that I was just interested in and drawn to that I was like oh I'm not supposed to like that you know what I mean um but during the pandemic when you know I had a lot more time to myself I was like really getting into more of a spiritual practice um I always had tarot cards that I like hid away but I would more so just like did that like on my own for fun and like things like that Um, But I really started to dive into the Bible because I was just like, oh, like I'm going to like really read my Bible and really like, you know what I mean, be on my faith because now I have no excuse to not like, you know what I mean, like be super diligent about that. And the more and more I read, um, the more and more I deconstructed, deconstructed because of that. So it's actually ironic because it was like I was trying to get deeper into my faith of Christianity and it actually like. Made me deconstruct by doing that. Um, and it's not that I don't believe in any of those things anymore or any of those constructs or anything like that. Like, I think that there is, you know, valuable vi- like information in the Bible. I think that, um, you know, the parables and things like that, you can always take those lessons to heart for sure. Um, but it was just more of a, I didn't believe in the patriarchal, um, Jesus that I was raised to believe in and just how the church um, is. I completely walked away from the church just because I just saw so many flaws and holes in it, even growing up, but then that was just like kind of like the breaking point for me. And um, I will say that I think I've heard you talk about this before that you do have um, a Jesus was the witch shirt. So I was wondering if maybe we can talk about me getting one of those (laughs) if I'm just gonna plug you right here because I did hear that on one of your episodes and I was like oh I gotta ask her about that because I do really want one of those shirts if that's possible
0: (laughs) I do have yeah that's on my merch line and we can totally talk and I can get something sent out to you um I do have the Jesus was a witch shirt and actually you said something that I haven't heard anybody like out of everybody I've talked to I haven't heard you i had the same experience with me where you like were like, oh, well, let me dive deeper into the Bible when you were trying to figure out your spirituality. And that was something that I did for me. Like I downloaded Bible apps and all kinds of stuff because being raised uh, to believe that you just, it's always, you don't feel a connection to God. Well, that's because you're not understanding his word and you're doing it incorrectly. And so when I was trying to find my spirituality The more that I dove into my gift of mediumship, the more that I thought of all of the things that I was told growing up and went to find safety like in the Bible and figuring things out that way. And I realized that no matter how much I was reading of like scripture and things, it didn't make me agree with what I was reading. It just made me feel like I always felt like I was searching for something that I couldn't find. And so I just wanted to, like, give you um, a moment to, like, let you know that I understand how much strength that takes in order to find yourself through that, because that really is, you have to have such a, like, motivating, um, mindset and really want to like elevate yourself in your spirituality and, and it's hard to find your own way. And so like, I commend you on being able to do that, especially if you didn't have other people around you that were supporting you at that time.
1: Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. And like, it was a hard, it was even like a mourning and a grieving process for me because it's like, that's how I grew up. That was what I based my entire life on do you know what I mean so it's just like that's supposed to be the center of your everything so it was almost like a grieving process for me that it was just like oh I had spent so much time you know focused on this thing that's no longer real or no longer you know what I thought it was and it's just like it's almost like grieving a relationship so to speak and it's like but then everything started to click after that and now my relationship with God or, or whatever you want to call it is so much stronger than it was when I thought I was doing all the right things and, you know, walking the walk or whatever you want to call it. So it's really interesting how, like, it's kind of all transpired. I mean, that's like a very generalized version of my story, but like, it's just very interesting how um, much closer I do feel to, you know, a higher power and to heaven on earth or what, however you want to look at it. But it's just like all of the things that I grew up believing, it's not necessarily that they weren't true i just see them in a different a totally different way now that makes sense to me and i also feel like christianity and just religion in general it's like it makes god separate from you it makes you look outside of yourself for, for for fulfillment which i feel like is the opposite of what we need as people it's like no you need to like look inside yourself for for fulfillment and like that stuff isn't separate from you like we're all one at the end of the day. and like like you were saying, it's like you feel disconnected. Well, that's why you feel disconnected is because that's what you're taught your whole life is that all of that stuff is outside of you. all of that stuff is separate from you. and that's not true. And I learned that you know through different experiences that I've had and it's been it's been a it's been a rough road, but it's been, it's been a it's been a good experience for me overall, like the deconstruction process and just you know finding myself every single day all over again. So yeah but thank you. I have a question. So
2: how did that create either like a strain or a connection with your parents and your family? Like what was that energy? Because I feel like when you step out of the box that everybody wants you in, because that's what's happened to me, they exiled me, like they just exiled my ass. So I'm just wondering, like, (laughs)
1: that's a great question um so I mean there has always been a level of strain um in my family dynamics even before like me you know kind of coming into my own um it's just always been that way you you can call me the black sheep if you want whatever my sister actually sent me this hilarious video the other day it was like oh the oldest child is the one who's like low-key healing all the trauma that nobody's aware of like yep (laughs) but like you know, my sister, like I am the oldest, I have a sister and a brother. My sister's actually adopted, but my sister's like my best friend. We probably see the world the most similarly. And like my brother my mom and my dad are very like connected in the way that they view things, the way they view politics, whatever. Um, they're right up Trump and God's ass, like as far as you can be. So it's like, and like, that's no offense to anybody. It's just like, that's me and my sister differ in that way from them. So, um, she's the only person that I really don't feel exiled from. And like me and my parents, we've tried to move through some of that stuff. And I feel like now that like, you know, I don't live with them anymore. I'm in a totally different state than my family. It has given us um, the space that we need to um, not be so dysfunctional and for them to like, see me as my own person and just to accept me as an adult, because I think it's like hard for parents sometimes to like, realize that like oh your kid's gonna grow up and be their own person and they might not think exactly the way that you think or believe and I feel like that was really difficult for my parents um, but like me and my dad we have a great relationship now um, my mom and I not so much but it's always been like that it's not because of me finding you know spirituality and things like that my mom and I have always been on the rocks um, for many different reasons and like I think my brother had a hard time like you know, he has a hard time with things that I say and things that I believe, but he's also a Taurus. So he's thick headed. So, <laughs> but like, I love, I love my family despite our differences. Um, it definitely was difficult. I can remember like certain times when like I was on vacation with my dad's family and he found my tarot cards. Cause it's like, they were just like laying in my room in vacation. And he like blew his lid and was like, you know, just was not happy about it and did it in front of everybody. And this was before, like, I even was, like, really doing tarot. Like I said, like, I more so, like, did it for fun back in the day. And it was just like, oh, like, I'm just gonna, like, pull a card and, like, whatever. I wasn't even that serious about it. But the reaction that he had towards it, I just got so emotional. And after that, I was like, why did I get so emotional about something that, like, I don't even you know what I mean? I didn't even practice it that much, but that reaction that I had towards his reaction kind of told me that like, there was something deeper there that I needed to kind of explore because now it is like very important to me and very influential in my practice and just, you know, in my life and, you know, whatever. But at the time I didn't know that it was going to be that way. But the reaction that I had towards my dad being very upset about finding those things, um, I was like, Hmm, I should probably explore why that, you know, gave me such an emotional reaction, like why I have like this attachment um to this thing. And it's interesting because like my dad like loves astrology, like loves looking at the stars. So it's like he does have like he does have like a little bit of you know new ageiness within him. But it's like he's I just feel like once you're on the path of Christianity, it's really, really hard to break away from like I just feel like you you just don't see anything else like it's just like blinders on and like you you can't accept other things like at least in my family's experience I should say I shouldn't generalize but that's just kind of where it is but like I am able to be more open at least with my dad about things and I think that moving definitely helped but at first it was it wasn't the easiest but like I said it wasn't because of that that my relationship with my family was strained we've kind of all had, you know, a difficult road, you know, in our our upbringing and things like that, but that definitely did not help. And it definitely added to the dysfunction, but I think we're all on a much better um, page now, which is great.
0: What do you think upset him so much about the tarot cards? Do you think that he didn't understand? And then now that you Have kind of dived a little bit more into your spirituality and like expressing your authentic self. Do you think that even though they don't agree with you and align with that, that there's more understanding because your family, even if they don't agree with like the things that you say, like you were talking about with your brother. They can see an evolution in you changing as a person and like embracing new parts of yourself and evolving and and doing better. So is there a, a change in the dynamic with that?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that there is. Um, a couple of reasons for that. Like you said, like just seeing me grow as a person, but it's like, I think that the indoctrination in the church is just so strong that it's like you're just led to believe that tarot witchcraft like that's evil that's from the devil you know what I mean so I think like that was my dad's um concern was just like oh my god my daughter's going to hell like even like with his own father like who is my pup-up obviously like he's not doing the greatest but he's been trying to get him saved you know for as long as I can remember and that's all he tries to do with his dad is get him saved get him saved get him saved and I'm like he's like whatever I'm not even gonna go go into that but I just feel like that's so it's so indoctrinated to people that like anything that's not of God or what's in the Bible or you know what the church says like is from hell is from the devil and I think that my dad was just like literally concerned for my salvation and was like oh she's going down a dark path but I think that now because he's kind of seen and not that I have even tried to explain it to him because in the moment I did try to explain to him but it just wasn't he wasn't receptive to it he didn't take it well I think that because he's he has seen the path that I've gone on and just like how I've grown as a person and I think like And I honestly think that he watches some of my TikToks sometimes because he's like he's given hints that he has. So I think that like the message that I generally try to spread is one of healing and one of self-acceptance and things like that, like whether it's I'm doing that through tarot or other things. So it's like he doesn't really have ground to stand on if you were to say that, like, you know, what I'm doing is evil or what I'm practicing is from the devil. So I do think that there is a better level of acceptance towards it. Um, and like, even, even like my mom, even though like we don't speak, like she actually sent me something in the mail that was, they're not tarot cards, but they're like little affirmation cards and things like that. And I thought that that was like really nice. So I know that my parents secretly do watch my social media because of things like that, where it's like, I don't talk to them about that stuff and they don't bring it up, but there's like little hints here and there that it's like they are supportive in their own way, even if they can't admit that they're supportive because it would go against what they believe, if that makes sense.
2: My dad, whenever I first started talking about spirituality and was coming into my own, he asked me if I was a part of a cult. <laughs> legit thought that this was like a cult and it was real weird. And he he has talked a lot of fear into the into the journey because I'm so like unwavering on it that he's trying to like instill that like, society standard like you can't do that as a real job I know Gemini's family's done the same thing like well how could you make that work with this and without knowing and you know all these things that the fear-based mentality that keeps people working that nine to five and going to the job they hate for 40 years and so my dad um in the last few years because you mentioned being a tourist, me and my dad have the same birthday and we're both Tauruses. <laughs> so, you know, we have a lot of astrological um, similarities in a way that I feel like my dad, he, he tries his best to understand with the limited information like he's not willing to read a book or to like tap in any further it's just like limited information on the sidelines and so um I think people have sent him like my YouTube and my videos and things start popping up and um that's originally how my dad found out that I got covered in tattoos during the pandemic like I didn't see my whole family for like a year and just got tatted and so (laughs) yeah so my dad like he He's realizing that this is making me really happy and I'm helping people, but he still thinks it's a cult.
1: Yeah, I get that. I feel like there's always going to be a little bit of an aversion to it. Um, but, like, I feel like your parents always come, well, not always, I shouldn't say that, but I feel like your parents do come around at the end of the day and just supporting you in their own way, even if it's not the way that you would like them to support you. And I also think, like, with the fear based mentality, it is always coming from a place of, you know, one projection, but it's also coming from a place because they genuinely do care. It's just in a weird way that they're showing it. It's like, we want you to be successful. We don't want, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't think it's coming from necessarily a place where it's like, they don't want to support you. I just think it's like this worrisome thing because it's like, that's how they were raised. It's like, you have to work for the rest of your life. You grind till you die. And it's like, we see things differently and that's confusing to them they're like what you can't just do whatever you want and it's like well yeah I can watch me (laughs) but I just think that that's like such a cognitive dissonance thing for that generation specifically because they just they weren't raised in that mentality and it was just um I don't like to say narrow-minded but a little bit yeah narrow-minded so it's just like hard for them to grasp like that you could help people or that you could, you know, make a business out of, you know, spirituality or whatever it is that you're trying to do. it's like now everything's kind of accessible and everything's on the table for somebody to do or make, you know, a living off of or whatever it is, which is amazing because that wasn't available to them. So I don't think, like, I think that that's wise because it wasn't necessarily available to them. So they're like, I don't get it. (laughs) But yeah, I do think that it is like, it is fear based for sure, but it's like their own fears. And it's like coming from a place of I care about you and I don't want you to fuck your life up. You know what I mean? But it's not necessarily coming from the the greatest place. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's my opinion for the most part. I know that some people's parents are not supportive at all in any shape or form. So but in, in general, I feel like
0: do you guys feel like um, knowing that your parents have those opinions and like that that's in the back of your mind that that adds fuel for you? For me, I know that my parents don't understand what I'm doing and that they don't understand how I'm going to make it work and whatever. And I'm always the like, I'm going to show you, you think that it's weird and I'm not going to be able to do it. And I will not be behind a desk for the rest of my life. So like, I'm going to make this happen so that I can prove it to you. And that was the biggest motivator for me for like building my stuff up in the beginning was like, you don't see how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to make it happen. And I feel like that's so integrated now into my purpose. Do you guys feel that way?
2: I don't feel like I work from a place of, of that because I literally genuinely don't care like I just don't care and being an only child I know I've talked about this before there's no one else to validate my experience or contrast of experience with so at the end of the day I just feel like I'm here to fuck shit up and take names I will have a yacht I will do everything I say I'm gonna do and I think that one day my family will catch on and they'll be like wow and they'll be like I should have believed in you. And I'm always looking at the people's family members who are like willing to give their kidney for their kids college tuition or whatever. And I look at this as like, I came here to do it my own way and not feel like anyone can hold anything over my head. So I just don't really care. I don't know. I don't ever think about that. But my mom and me have gotten so close since getting into it with my spirituality because I learned that she was just her own person, having her own experiences Mm -hmm. and going through her own trauma. And that was just projected onto me. So I started to see my mom as like a human instead of like this person that was supposed to protect and save me. But instead, this person who was also struggling and going through her own addictions and vices and shitty relationships and whatever. And then like, I was always caught between my parents' drama. So I feel like just kind of separating myself from that drama and now it's just like, don't ask, don't tell energy. Like I, I don't, I don't know what we're doing, but I'm going to do it. And so I kind of like to tell people what I'm doing after I've done it. So I don't really like prepare them for anything. It's just like, yeah, I got a face tattoo, mom, you know, yeah. ask for permission prior, I'm going to be like, I did it, you
1: know, so just kidding, mom. <laughs> I mean, for me, I feel like it's, it's a little bit of both. Like, yes, I don't care at the end of the day. Cause if I did care, then I wouldn't be doing what I was doing. Like if I was so focused on like still craving my parents validation, um, which was a huge issue for me, like throughout my entire life, like I wouldn't be on your podcast right now. Like I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. So I feel like there is a little bit of, you know, like watch me. Cause I want to, prove you wrong, but it's not even in a prove you wrong. It's just like, I want to show you what's possible type of thing. And I feel like with anything, it's like, you know, you can't wake everybody up. We know that, but like, you can still hold the light and lead for people to watch you, even if they don't get it. Like people have to come to terms with things like that on their own. Nobody can force you to believe something or to see something like people have to see it and experience it for themselves. So it's like, I get that they don't get it. And like you were saying, like, it's like, I've also, you know, come to learn that like my parents are just wounded inner children. Like we all are like, everybody's walking around with their, you know, hurt inner child at the end of the day. And I feel like, you know, we don't always see our parents that way, but I feel like when you are able to take that lens on, um, it gives you a little more grace and compassion for maybe the things that they did to you or how they treated you and things like that. But, um, And again, just seeing them as a human versus like, oh, you're supposed to be perfect because you're my parent, Um, because that's not realistic. But I feel like we do have these standards for our parents, which is acceptable. I think like you should be held to a certain standard as a parent. But at the end of the day, it's just like they don't know what they're doing either. So it's like nobody knows what they're doing at the end of the day. We're all humans just living our own journey, whether spiritual or not but I do feel like it's more so in the sense, like, it's a little bit of both. Like, it's like, yes, I don't care what you think, but two, I do care about you. So I'm going to still hold the light. And if you want to follow me, great. Or if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, that's okay too. Like, I accept you regardless. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I am with everybody. It's like, I don't really care what anybody believes. I accept you no matter what. You're entitled to your beliefs and like, and I'm also entitled to mine. So like, I feel like it is like a little bit of a mixture of both for me.
2: How do you feel about reincarnation and about picking certain souls that you have this experience with? Cause I know for sure, like me and my mom have been sisters before. Like, and when I started learning about astrology, I found out that I'm a Taurus, but my moon is in Libra. My mom is a Libra and her moon is in Taurus. So we're literally day and night opposite. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. Like everything started to add up when I started to dive into astrology, but I'm also really, um, a big advocate for like reincarnation and like the past lives and picking certain people that you keep going through and experience with. So do you feel like you picked all of this with your family to kind of learn and find your spirituality? Because being exposed to Christianity is like one extreme to the next. And like, I wasn't exposed to any religion. I've never stepped foot in a church with my parents. Um, my mom was raised Baptist, but never carried that through any, um, part of her adult life. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I've never been around religion. I've just kind of been, um, there, like nobody was really forcing me to believe anything. I was just there. And I feel like some of the beliefs that I've developed are really about like this longevity of the soul's experience and not just the human or the body, and I think that's what keeps me going when things like happen, like I got summoned for jury duty or just inconveniences of the <laughs> human experience. I'm always like, it's okay, like my soul picked this or like whatever, and I, and I find a lot of peace in that, knowing that we picked um, certain trials or tribulations to learn and grow from. And I feel very empowered by the stuff that used to make me feel like weak or ashamed. I feel like super empowered by all of my trauma now. And so I'm like very thankful that my parents, you know, didn't shelter me. And I was exposed to a lot of crazy stuff because it's helped me in my like later 20s. And now I'm 30. So it's like in this gap, I've learned so much and incorporated it, but Thinking about reincarnation is kind of like what keeps me going all the time. Like, I'm always thinking about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love that you brought that up actually, because I absolutely believe that reincarnation is a thing. Um, I don't know like the ins and outs of what I believe, because I feel like that's something that I'm definitely still learning and still grasping. But it's funny that you said that about your mom, because like different books I've read and different things like that. Um, you know, how you talk about like soul contracts and things like that. I know I have that with my mom for sure, but there's something that I don't even remember where it was that I read it, where I was like, that makes sense where it's like, I think that I was her mom. Yes. Life. And like, it's like reverse now. So I don't know (laughs) if I was a piece of shit to her or like, (laughs) like maybe I was a good mom. I have no idea, but like, maybe I was a piece of shit to her and now she's a, a piece of shit to me and like, whatever. Um, but it's just like, I do feel that in a sense. And I don't know, like, I don't know how much I feel about like, Oh, I chose every single thing that has ever happened to me. Do you know what I mean? Cause I do believe in free will. And I do believe that like some things like are mutable and changeable. So I don't know that I, believe that every single thing that's ever happened to me I chose it before but I do believe like there are definitely certain lessons that I chose and whether I did choose it or not like they were lessons that I was meant to learn and that my soul came here to learn and like the reincarnation thing um that I really got like a download about it was actually on like my last trip that I had um was that like you know, eternity is here and now, and that like just reconfirms reincarnation because it's like your soul is eternal. So whether it's like you're like, whether I die and then come back as somebody else, like that's my afterlife, so to speak. It's like, it's never ending. Or if I come back as a tree, like you're just always going to keep living. It's just in a different form, maybe, you know what I mean? So it's like eternity is here and now, and I really feel like that just confirms um, reincarnation, at least for me um but yeah I'm still I'm still grasping the ins and outs of it but I definitely like feel very similarly to you
0: I was over here thinking I wonder where you went on your trip and then I realized what kind of trip we were talking yeah. about it was a trip and a trip all in one you know what I mean
1: <laughs> I don't know what we're allowed to say
0: so no yeah you're
2: fine I- <laughs> Completely, I'm like an advocate for all plant medicine or, you know, using the tools that are here for the experience, like using whatever tool that is. I think a lot of people abuse the resources that we have available. I think anything in excess amount is not good. It doesn't matter if it's a really good thing. Too much of it is never good. So I think that as humans, one of the things that spirit always tells me is like, we're in this age of distraction and a lot of people are going to choose to run and distract themselves the whole time they're here. Like they're never going to worry about these traumas or lessons or whatever. They're just going to keep projecting and harming and Mm -hmm. self-sabotaging.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think that the people such as everyone here, we're actively choosing to heal even when it's uncomfortable. And I think that no matter what, There is so much power in that because, you know, literally like 80%, I would say of the people on earth are like totally not worried about a lot of things that they should worry about. But I do try to really give people like space and grace to just be themselves and not try to impose my beliefs or judge them or anything. Like I feel like some people, because I am so spiritual, they think that I'm I'm not allowed to have like negative thoughts or that I'm not allowed to say negative things or, you know what I mean? That I'm just like, like, I don't spread fear. That's one thing I refuse to do is spread fear about anything. But, you know, a lot of people get upset whenever I voice like those darker parts of me, because I think they really see me in this light and they don't see that I have the shadow side that I'm not running from or hiding from that I'm like incorporating and so I do think that overall I am very attracted to people um such as yourself and Gemini and like the people that we've kind of all like collected or gathered in, the, in this spiritual community is like anyone who's willing to take their life experience and expose it to the world so other people don't feel alone is like such a beautiful thing to me.
1: For sure. And like, I just think that, you know what you said is so true. Like it's like people think that it's like, oh, if you're spiritual, you have to be eleven light and this that and the other thing. And it's like, no, you have to encompass your full self. And it's like nobody is without darkness. Nobody is without you know, their pain, their whatever, like, we've all had human experiences. And to deny that is denying your own self denying your own experience. So it's like, I think that there is a happy medium, so to speak, like you said, everything in moderation, but it's like, I think there is a happy medium of like, you know, you don't, you know, sit in your darkness, you you work through it, you know what I mean? But, um, and just like what you were saying with people who choose to like, abuse certain things, like, yeah, like sometimes I just do my trips and plant medicine for fun, but like that that time that I'm talking about specifically, I was util- utilizing that specifically for spiritual experience. Like I set an intention that this is what I was going to do. I literally journaled the entire thing. Like it was very expansive for me. Like I was talking to one of my guides that I didn't know who it was and like they revealed themselves to me about who it was and it was just like such a transformative, like amazing experience and like I've never like that was the best trip of my life. Like physically and like literally but like it's just like I do you know when I'm doing things like that I do try to make sure there's an intent behind it and that I'm not like just you know what I mean just doing it for the hell of it not that you can't do that but I do like to utilize it in a way that helps me um, grow and helps me learn and helps me um, understand the world better because I do feel like you're you get so much more connection to the universe to nature to things when you do things like that and not that you can't when you're sober but it's just like on a whole different level it's just like on a whole different level that i just can't even explain it but yeah so i agree with what you said
0: <laughs> i'm so jealous of your guys's experiences because i've tried this plant medicine tripping experience a couple of different times and i have had no effects from what <laughs> i have had and i won't say i've had no effects I I've taken a lot. And there's only been one time that I just felt any different. And we had people over at our house. And I just felt like I just wanted to be by myself. And so I just laid in my bed. And my husband was like, you've been staring at the wall for hours. And I just remember sitting there and being like, I mean, I feel a lot of anxiety right now. And that's the only thing I remember feeling was I just felt very anxious, but I'm so intrigued on trying for like opening your third eye and having these experiences, these spiritual experiences. And, um, when I get to take my trip out to see Paige, I really want to trip and like go on like a spiritual. Cause I think too, that like, I'm somebody who I'm very cautious about letting my guard down. And I, and being vulnerable in situations, especially like spiritual situations and things. I feel like I'm always super aware of the people around me and I don't want to let my guard down and be offensive about something or freak somebody out because like I'm super woo woo. And um, so I feel like maybe it just hasn't been the right experience, but I'm so jealous of you guys that you've had these experiences and these like eye opening moments. Um, I, when it comes to like connecting with spirit guides in particular, I'm so attracted to that. And I've done like guided meditations for like meeting your spirit guides and all kinds of things. And that's something that I've never been able to do and that I'm really looking forward to happening. And I believe in divine timing. So I believe that there's probably a reason that I haven't yet. And there's a reason why I didn't have the experiences and whatever but I just think it's really fucking cool that you guys can do that
2: I think well, it's like levels there's levels to it and if you're not ready for what's gonna come it can hit you like a ton of bricks and you will not have a good time so I do think that it's like the levels of awareness that that you're unlocking um will give you different experiences
1: I was just going to say, like, I totally understand what you're saying about like the anxiety and like being super aware of people. Like I can be like that too, just like, just sober. So (laughs) like, I totally understand that. And I feel like what's really important when you're doing things like that is the setting that you're in the environment. It's like, you have to set the stage. And it's like, like I said, if you're just doing it for fun and like, whatever, like that's totally different. But if you're having like a specific intention or you want to have a specific experience, so to speak, it's like. It's like when you bless your cards or whatever it is, like, you know, you can talk to your mushrooms before you take them or whatever. And it's like, make sure that you're in a setting and in in an environment that is comfortable to you. And I know that like, for me, especially like depending on like how much I'm doing or whatever, it's like, you know, there is that part when I start to feel it where I do get like a little bit of anxiety, but it's just like all about like, you know, not meditating, but kind of just breathing through it and like being able to let go. Like, it's very much about like, if you're feeling constricted, cause you're like, oh, I feel it, like whatever, like that definitely happens. And I feel like that's totally normal, but like it, the more you just kind of ease into it and breathe into it, so to speak, like then after that, it's like, you don't even think about it anymore cause you're in it then. So it's like, I'm not trying to give you advice, but it's just like, I do understand like where you're coming from. And that's just like certain things that have helped me is very much like setting the stage, Um, having an environment that makes me feel comfortable having things around me that I know that are going to make me feel comfortable, whether that's like a blanket, a certain like snack, water for sure. Definitely have water. You definitely want stuffed animals. Hence
2: why I have a stuffed animal utopia. You need soft stuff. I personally like to be naked in a robe with (laughs) pockets with crystals in it and like a selenite wand just for like safe keepings. But I'll be honest, like I love seeing people expand into that because I believe that's what's going to heal the world. I believe that that's, what's going to change mental health. That's what's going to change people's perception. That's what's going to wake the world up. And I love to see people being able to step out of their comfort zone. Cause it is an uncomfortable situation. I've watched friends go through the dark night of the soul while on a trip. And I've also been there myself ugly crying for freaking hours. Um, So it's not always pretty. It's not always rainbows and puppies, but it is totally like when you come out of it, you're a different person every time. Like you don't even know who you were before. You're so different.
1: 100%. And what you were saying about like the divine timing about like, oh, maybe there's a reason I haven't experienced that, that yet is I a hundred percent believe that because every single time Like I've had a different experience each time. It's all like come full circle in a way that like what I learned or what I experienced made sense and like the events leading up to it kind of led to that breakthrough or whatever it is. Like, I don't really know how to explain that, but I do genuinely believe that like, that's probably um, the same for you as well. And just like (laughs) something that I was going to say before when you were like, oh, I didn't really have any effects. I was like, have you ever heard of like people saying like how like, you know how you would be like on mushrooms or whatever like whatever psychedelic like that's really what the world is like and that's really like what we're experiencing but because like our brains like can't handle it like this is us tripping like how we are right now so i was like oh maybe that's you like maybe maybe you're just like always on high vibe and like you're just always like seeing crazy shit um but yeah, I do. I do definitely recommend being out in nature because I think it's like you get the coolest visuals and you really see just like how everything connects in the world. Like I I can't even explain it. Like I wish I could draw it or like send you like a visual representation, but it's just like I highly recommend like doing those things out in nature. I mean, if nature is not your thing, then definitely don't. But um, like I said, make sure that you're comfortable. But I do feel like they're like when it's your time to have like download an experience whatever like you will absolutely have one and like I said just like you know talk to your little mushies and like be like hey like this is what I want to happen this is what I want to experience like help me out guys like I know that sounds again woo woo but I know that you guys will understand that so I mean that's just kind of my tips or at least like what I do you know when I'm doing that so
0: you know what's funny about the nature thing is like I like nature. I like, I love going out in nature and I'm like, I like water. Like I want to be here. I, I know that so many people find nature relaxing. I am so (laughs) overstimulated when I am out in nature and there's so many sounds and there's so many things. And I also grew up in the mountains in Northern California, which is like bears and mountain lions and fucking who Sasquatch's nephew, (laughs) like everything is out there. And so I always had this fear of like, uh, the forest in general, even though like, that is my comfort place. And so my husband's like, when we do it, like, you'll have to be out in nature. It'll be like a total <laughs> experience. And I'm like, I am most comfortable sitting on my bed. Then like, do that. Yeah. And absolutely. so that's what that. I see. I, Well, I need to do it at Paige's house when she's naked in a robe full of (laughs) crystals, and we can touch her pillows. (laughs) I think you guys are going to have
1: a great experience. I think that's when it's going to pop for you for real. Yeah, like if, like I said, if nature's not your thing, then it's going to pop. Situation. (laughs) Honestly,
2: I. I did some out in nature before and it was like a thousand and ten degrees outside. And like in the beginning of the day, it was real cool. And by the end of the day or like mid afternoon, I was literally coming unglued. I was melting from the inside out and it was not fun. And I got nasty, like kind of rude to everyone because I was so hot and bothered, if you will. And it like was not cool. So I do recommend on like a fall crisp fall setting good to go but summer not cool Jim and I said she doesn't like summer that she gets seasonal depression during summer and I kind of get that too because now I'm starting to feel really revived and like instead of taking Mm -hmm. naps every afternoon I'm like wanting to take a walk or like frolic in the yard or something Mm -hmm. because I'm just like I love this weather and I love the seasons when they change, it's like my favorite time. Um, so when you started your spiritual business, what was your goal? Like, were you just putting yourself out there or did you have like, I want to have clients or like, was that your initial goal? Cause when I started, I had no idea I was going to have clients. I just had no idea that like I would build an actual business from it. I thought I was just like, reading cards for my friends or like helping people but nothing like
1: I'm doing now. Um very similar and I'm probably even newer to the game than you I would say. I mean I don't know that for sure but um I feel like a lot of it was me being led to those things like I didn't know what I was going to do it was just like this is what you're supposed to do and I was like okay. Like I I very much like resisted doing what I'm doing now for a very, very long time. I was like, nope, that's not me. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's not for me. Like, and then it just became a thing where I was pushed by, you know, spirit, by my guides, by my higher self and by other people as well, telling me that like, you need to put yourself out there more. Like you should do this. Like you have a gift, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Like I was very, very hesitant about it. And now it's like, I don't know, again, I don't know why I didn't start sooner. That's how I am with pretty much everything. It's like, I talk myself out of things. And then once I do it, I'm like, God damn it. Why don't you ever listen to yourself? But um, yeah, so it was a little bit of like me encouraging myself on an internal level and people telling me that like, oh, I think that you should do this. I see this for you or see that you have, you know, these gifts or whatever. And At first it was just like, you know, I'm just going to put myself out there slowly, but surely. And then people started asking me because I didn't do personal readings at first. I was just, you know, doing stuff on my stories and posting, you know, general readings and affirmations or whatever. And they were like people would just ask me, oh, do you do personal reasons I was like, no. And then like people would keep asking me. And I was like, okay, like there is something to this. Like I'm going to give the people what they want. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like how it started was just like people encouraging me, people telling me to again go on TikTok because I wasn't on TikTok up until last year. Like tomorrow is going to be like my year anniversary of being on TikTok. So um like I wish I would have started that sooner, but it doesn't matter. Like I've like I have built um, a great community and I love it over there. Like I said, like I prefer it over there to be honest, but that was encouraged, you know, by other people telling me to do that. And I was very hesitant towards that as well. So it was just more so people telling me that they wanted me to do that. So I was like, okay, like I'll give it a shot. and. Um, um, yeah, it's been really good. Like, obviously like my end goal is to not have to work a nine to five, like you said, not have to work behind a desk and like be able to, you know, set my own schedule and to just like be free and do things that I actually want to do. And that I'm passionate about versus working for the man, even though like, I I mean, I am fortunate. Like I do have a good work environment where I work, but it's just, I, I don't want to do it. Like I, that's not what I'm meant to do. That's not what, um, I think anybody's meant to do at the end of the day, um, but yeah, that is my end goal is to, you know, somehow build something that's substantial enough, whether it's with just tarot or with something else that, you know, comes to me through spirit or through, you know, an idea that I have um, to build something substantial enough where I don't have to rely on a nine to five, where I don't have to rely on anybody but myself to, you know, make my dreams come true, so to speak, and like give myself, you know, a good life. So that's the end goal. We're at the very beginning stages of that end goal. But um, yeah, that's kind of how it all transpired for me.
2: I love that. I really love seeing so many people in the beginning phases of their journey. And I feel like this is a good breaking point. We definitely want to get you back onto the podcast as you develop. Yes, I love you. Yeah, oh, I mean, I love I you guys like This so is like the, the sweetest aura. It's like super purple and pink right now, and mm-hmm. it's just like, it's very sweet. It's very. Oh gosh, I love
0: that you just said that. That made me so happy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's very inviting. I also feel like you're doing a really good job of like connecting with your inner child. I was kind of getting that message that like your inner child's really proud of you. I don't think that you're giving yourself like as much credit as like spirit wants you to kind of give yourself. And I think that's, what's cool about bringing people together in community is so we can all celebrate one another. You know, we're real big on like, we don't compete. We, I don't care if we all do the same exact thing on the same exact day at the same exact time, it will be different. And I love that energy. So go ahead and just let everyone know where they can find you. And then we will also link all of your socials in this description box so if you want to go ahead and just let people know
1: yes so i am at shannon teal and then it's s-h-a-n-n-o N-N-N, so three Ns, and then Teal is my middle name, T-E-A-L. Instagram and TikTok are both the same. I am on YouTube as well, but that's mostly just my music stuff. So I I do post my personal readings on there unlisted for when people book personal readings from me, they'll go on my YouTube and I'll give them an unlisted link so that they can have, you know, the video forever and ever at their fingertips. It never goes away. Um, But yeah, YouTube is mostly just for my music and stuff. But if you're trying to follow me for personal readings, just healing stuff and funny stuff i'm on tiktok and instagram at shannon teal and we will link that
2: in the bottom i am so grateful thank you so much for coming onto our podcast and we really look forward to tapping back in with you um in the next like six months and just kind of seeing all of this grow and i bet i have a feeling that when you come back you're gonna have taken the leap into your business
1: hell yeah (laughs) i think so too thank you guys i appreciate it so much and i still want that shirt so we're going to talk about that
0: (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that i'm actually i'm going to pull you a card from Paige's deck so i'm going to text you when we're done because i just felt like i needed to
1: awesome thank you guys so much i love this this was amazing thank you for coming to candyland thank you to
2: everyone listening everyone who's supporting on the patreon we did a behind the scenes blooper episode before we started recording so this is something new it will only be on patreon we will not be cutting any little details from it it's going to be very exciting to do behind the scenes content exclusively for our people tap in um if you want to watch the video we will link all of the information in the description box and we will see you next time in Candyland.
0: bye guys bye